Welcome to Streams in Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor and evangelist and prophetic teacher Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in, to ask questions, and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now here's Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana. And Pastor Tom. And we once again would like to thank you for joining us for Streams in the Desert Live, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is The Real Storm That's Brewing. But before we get started, let us pray. Today we're going to be praying for American Israel and the entire world, of course, but also those that are displaced from their homes right now because of Hurricane Gustav, and also for those that will be in uh, the way of the next two to three that are headed our way. Lord God, right now we just come before your throne, and Lord, we pray for America and Israel, and we ask, Lord, that you would just do what you have prepared and ordained. Let the eyes and ears of your people be open in this last hour spiritually to see and hear and participate in exactly the way that you have ordained before the foundation of this world was laid for the things that are yet to come upon America and Israel, Lord. Keep thy right hand a blessing upon your people, Lord, moving us in the way that you have prepared and ordained, and just keep our eyes spiritually steadfast upon our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, right now we pray for all those people that are displaced throughout the United States in uh, the wake of this hurricane and those that are yet to come. And Lord, we ask that you would open their eyes and ears spiritually to see and hear that it is you, Lord, that they need to turn to, that no man can do what you need to have done in their lives right now and that they need to have done in their lives right now. Lord, we just give you all the glory and honor and praise. We ask that everything be said and done in your order today. We pray for those who are walking with you, Lord, and we pray for those that who do not have a personal relationship with your one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to open their spiritual eyes and ears and heart and allow Jesus to come in and be your personal Savior. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, Pastor, we begin today's airing of Streams in the Desert Live with a very timely scripture found in Psalms 83, which reads as follows, beginning at verse 1. I hope all of our readers, all of our listeners have their Bibles. That would make them readers. (laughs) Amen. So they can actually look this up if they need to or can follow along with me. Because we're reading out of the King James Version. Amen. And it goes to say in verse 1, Keep not thou silent, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and counseled against thy hidden ones. They have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may no more be in remembrance. For they have counseled together with one consent. They have confederate against thee. The tabernacle of Edom and the Ishmaelites, of Moab and the Hagarines. 
Gebel and Ammon and Amalek, the Philistines with the inhabitants of Tyre. Ashur also is joined with them. They have Hoplon, the children of Lot, Selah. Do unto them as unto the Midianites, as to Sisera, as to Joppin, at the brook of Kisson, which perished at Endor. They came as dung for the earth. Make their nobles like Orb and like Zeb, yet all their princes as Zeba and as Zamula, who said, Let us take to ourselves the house of God in possession. O oh my God, make them like a wheel, as stubble before the wind, as the fire burneth a wood, and as the flame setteth the mountain on fire. So persecute them with thy tempest, and make them afraid with thy storm. Fill their face with shame, that they may seek thy name, O Lord. Let them be confounded and troubled forever. Yea, let them be put to shame and perish, that man may know that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. Amen. Folks, the psalm just shared is a psalm that was written by Asaph, who was one of King David's choir leaders, a Levite and writer of songs and psalms. This psalm is a reminder that in the end, the Lord God himself will come to the defense of the people and land of Israel and is and will be the protector of them, especially of Jerusalem, where the once ornate house which bore his name, which was called the house of God or the temple of God twice stood and is the same unto whom the land belongs to, and his name is Jehovah, or the God of Israel. Folks, we are physically seeing, and some are literally living in the aftermath of Hurricane Gustav, and we have other storms brewing, such as Hurricane Hannah, not to mention the possibility at writing of Tropical Storm and potential Hurricane Ike, and who knows but God if there are others still yet planned. As ominous as these have been, or for those that will become, they are no match for the storms that are brewing in the spiritual realm. Here, is, here it is in the month of September, and we are watching vigilantly to see where our economy will be taking each and every one of us in the fragile days that lie just ahead. Looking forward, we are now just weeks away from electing the next president of the United States of America, who will either bring security or strife to the people and land of America. Long before January of 2009 and the State of the Union address is delivered, we must keep our eyes on the eastern skies for the spiritual change that is soon to come. But my friends, I must say that if you're not walking on that straight and narrow path, which leads to Jesus as your Lord, Master, and personal Savior, you will miss it. Yesterday marked some very important dates, both for the Jewish and Islamic people. September 1st, 2008 marked the first day of Ramadan for the Muslims. 
But what's more important to us as Christians is that it also marked for the Jewish people the first day of the last month of their calendar year. This month that we now find ourselves in is known as the month of Il and is the month of repentance, both personal and national unto the Jewish people and is observed for the full 30 days of the month of Il, which leads up to the month of Tisera, of which the first day of is the first day of the new Jewish secular year. And in this case, as I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago, will not only mark the first day of the new year of 5769, but will also mark the first day of the first week of the first month of the first year of the next seven-year cycle, according to the word of the Lord God. And let us not forget in the order of things that on the tenth day of Tessera, the day of atonement for the followers of the Jewish faith is marked and is a type and shadow of what the Lord Jesus would be and was born to do for all mankind upon the cross of Calvary, which was and is to bring them forgiveness of their sins once and for all through the shedding of his precious and holy blood, that is, if they will just receive him, Jesus, that is, as the one and only begotten son of the one and only true and living God of heaven, earth, Israel, and unto all who will call upon the name of Jesus, and invite him, Jesus that is, into their lives and hearts and walk in the spirit of God with his son, Jesus Christ, who is the holder of the book of life, which in reality is the record of all those who have and will choose eternal life through him, whose name is above all names and who is none other than Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who is the one and only begotten son of the one and only true and living God and is also the expected king and deliverer of the Jews and all who have walked in the spirit of God with him, Jesus that is, and call him Lord, Master, and Savior of their life. With that said, it's now time to look at just a few of the spiritual storms that are in the making and are on the horizon and are ready to explode onto the scene at any moment. Take for starters the sign on the dotted line syndrome that the U.S. and the entire Muslim world are so interested in having Israel participate in. Taken from a piece that came to me by way of the September 2008 edition of the Western Watchman newsletter brought to us each month by the mouth of God to the ears of man as dictated to and through his faithful and obedient servant, Brother Mark of the Mile High City, titled, Condi says, sign on the dotted line. In a summary, Brother Mark writes, once again, the United States facing ever increasing danger from nations hostile to it, such as Russia and China, continues its destructive push against the state of Israel to divide the land, at least on paper, by year's end for a Palestinian state 
in the land of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob said he was. Apparently, high-level negotiators of both sides, led by Israeli Foreign Minister and Palestinian Ahmed Khoury, have been proceeding ahead at full speed. He continues by saying, it's interesting that American Secretary Condi Rice returned to the region, returned to reignite this process only after military actions by Russia and Georgia cooled down a bit. Brother Mark continues by saying, if I were the Madam Secretary or the President of the United States, I would be much more concerned about dealing with what Iran and Russia may have in store for America rather than continue this monotonous game of forcing a true ally of America to give up its land for a useless presidential legacy resulting in no peace to any party. Folks, please don't think that this is just Brother Mark of the Western Watchmen newsletter thinking out loud just thinking out loud because the saga continues in this piece received last Thursday, August 28, 2008, in another daily newsletter that we received directly from Sister Leah in Jerusalem, Israel, and is titled Deal in the Works and reads Prime Minister Omar will meet Sunday, which was this past Sunday August 31st, 2008, with Palestinian President Mohammed Abbas, aimed growing rumors that Omar is desperately trying to lay out the guidelines for a Palestinian state before he leaves office in less than a month. Palestinian sources say they have discussed the status of Jerusalem and the Palestinian right of return demand that involves allowing millions of foreign Arabs to immigrate. Water resources also will be discussed. American Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice hinted a deal is in the works during her visit to Israel this week. At her meeting with Abbas in Ramallah, she proposed new ideas related to the peace process. Abbas spokesman said the coming weeks will be very decisive. He added Prime Minister Omar is taking advantage of the summer vacation when most Israelis are vacationing. The Knesset is out of session and he is free to act without worrying about keeping his coalition government together. He recently said that negotiations with the Palestinians must be kept secret and not in the eye of the media. The editor of a leading Palestinian newspaper believes that Secretary Rice, Prime Minister Omar, and Mahmoud Abbas are cooking up a surprise to satisfy President Bush's desire to, re to reach a full agreement before he leaves office in January. All I have to say to this is, Mr. Omar, and to all who operate in this manner of gossip and of a secrecy, hear the word of the Lord Jesus 
out of the book called the Bible. For the Lord God has made it known to all flesh and principalities and powers of the air and darkness in his word beginning at Luke 12, 2 through 5. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore, whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light, and which and that which ye have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I said unto you, my friend, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more uh, kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Folks, with that said, let us look at just where this slippery slope is heading. Not only for Israel, but for America as a nation also. Taken from a piece posted in the Israel Today newsletter dated Yes, you got it. Yesterday, September 1st, 2008, titled, Report, U.S. About to Strike Iran. Tehran once uh, warns of World War III. This piece states that a major Dutch newspaper reported on Monday, September 1st, 2008, that the Dutch intelligence agency, AIVD, recently pulled out all of its operatives out of Iran after learning that an American airstrike on Iran, Iranian nuclear and missile production facilities is imminent, folks. Dutch newspaper De Telegraaf reported that AIVD had previously been conducting a very successful sabotage operation against Iran's production of medium and long-range missiles. According to the report, AIVD pulled out of Iran after being warned that the country's missile factories would be among the targets hit by unmanned American bombers within weeks. While the report did not mention any potential Israeli involvement in the impending U.S. military strike, Israel's Marra Daily newspaper reported on Friday that Jerusalem has reached a strategic decision to deny Iran nuclear weapons at all cost and by any means. The Marba report stated that independent of other efforts by Western powers, Israel has begun preparation for its own possible strike on Iranian nuclear facilities. Responding to the latest reports, the deputy chief of staff of the Iranian military, General uh, Jazari, said on Saturday that any attack on his nation would result in World War III. Speaking to Iran's IRNA news agency, Jazari warned that in the event of an attack on Iran, listen up, folks, idle threats are reality. Israel and the U.S. will be eliminated before anything. Meanwhile, Back at the U.S. economy, what about this article by Robert Morley, colonist for the Trumpet.com, 
titled Banks Dominoes Ready to Fall. This just came out this morning, folks. This is what you really want to hear right now. We're in September now, where it's been stated that by the mid of this month, we're really going to begin to see a, a, a collapse of our real economy, which means our day-to-day economy. Mm-hmm. Many of the world's elite bank, banking houses are tottering on the edge. What does this mean? What does this pretend for the g- uh, global economy? Behind the closed doors of private boardrooms in the tallest skyscrapers in New York City, London, Frankfurt, and elsewhere, economic history is being made. By private invitation, some of the most respected financial analysts and bankers in the world have repeatedly assembled for secret, there's that word again, folks, secret economic summits. Why? Some of the reasons you already know. The U.S. dollar, long thought of as the most stable and important global currency, has been devalued. Exchange rates are in chaos. The OPEC dollar pegs are buckling. And now other currencies, like the euro, may be threatening to do the same. Gold has broken the $1,000 per ounce barrier, uh, a sign that faith in the fiat uh, economy, uh, economic system is wavering. Meanwhile, oil prices hit $140 per barrel before plummeting back to 110 and gas prices are crimping consumer spending. Food staples have shot up by multiples and rationing is occurring in many parts of the world. Consumer confidence is down to an all-time low These are very scary, very real problems. But the agenda for the world's banking giants is much more specific. How to save their own skins and to end the global credit crunch before the international economy breakdown. No easy solution has yet been found and financial institutes continue to fail. You know, folks, last week I told you that uh, at that point, eight banks had failed. And at that previous Friday before last Tuesday, one more had failed, making it eight. But since that time, two more have failed, making it 10 banks across our nation that have been in the news as failing. This article continues by saying, but it is not the fact that a couple of banks have failed that is causing the worry. There's a serious banking crisis somewhere in the world approximately once every 10 years, writes Jeremy Warner for the New Zealand Herald. Then every 30 to 40 years, there is a really big one like the Great Depression or the stock market crash of 73 and 4, which saw the Dow, Dow plunge 45%. The worry this time is that what is occurring is far bigger a once in 80 or 100 years type event or worse. For example, economist and university professor Norel uh, Rolbini, a man barons once compared to the prophet Jeremiah, whose warnings to uh, to ancient Israel went unheeded, is again warning that the worst is still yet to come. Rolbini Robini's persistent words carry more weight today than they did just over a year ago, before the banking sector began its meltdown, but he is still largely ignored by the public. According to Robini, the ensuing recession is about to help kill off 
hundreds of banks. Looking at America's medium-sized regional banks, a good third are in distress, and half of the group could go bankrupt. He recently told Barron's he also warned that big banks were facing collapse too, although the U.S. government might intervene to try and prop them up, he said. The losses keep piling up as the damage spreads. At first, the banking problems were contained to risky subprime mortgages and wouldn't spread into the economy, the public was assured. Maybe at uh, a maximum, there would be a couple of hundred billion in losses. It was estimated. The catastrophe, thin catastrophe struck the investment banking sector. The Federal Reserve, in conjunction with J.P. Morgan Chase, announced a hasty, constructed backdoor takeover of investment bank Bear Stearns, according to analysts. If Bear Stearns, listen to this, folks. This is how close we were on the brink of lights out. If Bear Stearns had failed, the whole banking system could have tumbled down with it. Damage estimates leaped to $500 billion range. Just months later, another bank bit the dust. Pasadena-based Indy Bank failed burning up approximately 8% of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation's reserves in one fell swoop. Days later, it was announced that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the two gigantic leaders which hold approximately half of all the U.S. mortgages, were in need of government assistance to keep functioning. It is evident evident that the damage was not contained after all. Now the losses are spreading up the financial food chain, this is no longer just a subprime crisis. This is the crisis of an entire subprime financial system, says Robini. So far, total system-wide losses admitted to having reached at least, listen folks, $480 billion. But this number may be a fraction of what is coming Almost a half a trillion worth of prime adjustable rate mortgages known to you in the public as ARMS will reset this year, vastly exceeding some prime, some prime, subprime notes, analyst Jim Willis said, editor of the Hat Trick Letter. Many of these loans came with low teaser rates or with clauses that let the homeowners only pay the interest on the loan as long as they maintained a certain amount of equity in the home. But now many of these loans are resetting, often with monthly rate percents higher, 50% higher than previous levels in comparison to the subprime loans, which set off the banking crisis in the first place. The volume of prime arms is over five times larger. More mortgage delinquencies are on the way. Then there are all the commercial real estate loans, home equity loans, credit cards, student loans, auto loans, and industrial loans that are showing signs of an increasing delinquency. The impact on balance sheets could be severe. It is these future unannounced write-downs now projected to be at least in the $1 to $2 trillion range that are keeping 
industry insiders up at night. It is no wonder that the banking sector remains frozen with banks desperately trying to raise reserves and largely unwilling to lend out money to each other in fear of who could be next to fall. And don't forget Fannie and Freddie, which according to an article by Don A. Rich at the Ludwig von Mises Institute, will most likely end up costing taxpayer another one to two trillion dollars. A figure approximately, folks, 10% of the American gross domestic product. That's huge. The U.S. banking crisis could now be nearing critical mass where the credit crunch starts, when the credit crunch starts feeding on itself. Bankers are losing the ability to stop it. Bank failures have led to the re- uh, led to reduced credit available to individuals and corporations, which means even healthy businesses don't have the access to money they have come to rely on. Thus, more loan defaults will occur, and consequently, more pressure will be exerted on bank finances, wash, rinse, dry, repeat. And unlike previous bank crisis, today, global financial institutes are bigger and more entwined than ever. That means the rest of the world is in trouble, too. On the world stage, a tragedy has become apparent in recent weeks, says Willie. The entire Anglosphere bank and economic system are imploding. The United States, the United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia and New Zealand are suffering from critically wounded banking systems led by housing markets. He says Canada is not much better off, but the basic cause of the current crisis is quite readily discernible to any student of history, and so is the inevitable result, even though each banking crisis in history has been different in nature. They all share one common element greed. When the good times roll, there is a collapse in lending standards. Everyone is getting rich and lending and borrowing money in the perceived ticket to Easy Street. The result is a big debt overhang that cannot be sustained and must either be written off, as is now occurring with vigor in the Anglosphere economies, or inflated away. The bank write-downs are only beginning, and failures will become commonplace. It will be one domino, then another, until you think it has gone on for a century, says investor Bill Martiardi. We have entered the domino depression. Like it or not, we are entering uncharted territory. The world's biggest financial minds have failed to fix the system. America's and much of the Anglosphere's banking banks are collapsing. The outlook is grim, but there is hope. A new economy will emerge once all the greed, speculation, and unsupportable debt has been wiped out. Amen. In 1 Timothy 6, 9 through 10, Paul reminds Timothy that they that will be rich fall into temptation 
and a snare, and unto them foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in uh, instruction and perdition, in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some covet after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Folks, what has been shared here today is only a very small fraction of what storms are out there and of those yet to come in the very near future. Here's some spiritual food for thought. Have you ever asked yourself why they are really changing the TV signals to digital in February of 2009? Or why did they make a motion to have all states not to implement the national ID card until December of 2009? Well, on that note, I'm once again reminded of our soon coming U.S. presidential election. So to close this segment of the broadcast, as we move to open the phone lines, I would like to put you in remembrance of what the word of the Lord says to us concerning worldly change. The Lord God emphatically reminds us that we are not to be enamored by one who suddenly comes on the scene with a grand plan based upon and given to change. For the word of the Lord says in Proverbs 24, 19 through 22, Fret not thyself because of evil men, neither be thou envious at the wicked, for there shall be no reward to the evil man. The candle of the wicked shall be put out. My son, the Lord says, fear not. Fear thou the Lord and the king, and meddle not, and meddle not, and meddle not with them that are given to change. For their calamity shall rise suddenly, and who knoweth the ruin of them both. Amen. I want to go back to verse 21. I want it made perfectly clear. The Lord thy God says, My son, fear thou the Lord and the king, and meddle not with them that are given to change. Amen. You know, Pastor, we just want to close this session with some prayer. Amen. Lord Jesus, we just come before you tonight, Lord, and we just thank you for this opportunity to come and to share your word on the airwaves. Thank you, Lord. There's so much going on right now, Lord, and Lord, you're revealing more and more to your workers, Lord, to the people that are opening to you, to your people, Lord. Thank you, and we Jesus. thank you for that, Lord, and Lord, we just ask, Lord, that you would be the one to calm the storms. There are so many storms out there, Lord, yes, Lord. and we need to look to you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Keep our eyes steadfast upon you, Lord Jesus, you, to Jesus. calm those storms that seem to be coming upon each and every one of yes, us Lord. and all around us, Lord Jesus. But Lord, we know that you can just say the word, yes. peace be still, Amen. and everything will be calm. Amen. And Lord, it may be going on all around us, but Lord, we will not, we will not have anything to do with it we will not and be lord, moved yes you, lord jesus. jesus we thank you for that and lord we just give you the praise and the glory for all that's taking place today lord and lord we just ask that you would just open our our phone lines up today lord to all those people that are listening lord and lord just continue to to reveal your word to each and every person 
We just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And Father, I ask that before this day is over, all those who are in need of renewing their relationship with your one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, or having an initial relationship initiated this day, I pray that they will look up to you in prayer and say, what must I do to be saved? And Lord, we know that it is a simple repentance of your sin, not to walk in that way any longer, to give your heart to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to ask the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to come into your heart and to forgive you of your sins. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would open the eyes and ears of the people to be drawn by you, Holy Spirit to the Lord Jesus Christ to start or rekindle a relationship from now to all eternity. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, Pastor, it's time to open our phone lines. We don't have too much time here, but it's time to open our phone lines. And the question for today is, are you ready to meet the spiritual storms of today that are soon to come? Give us a call here at Streams in the Desert Live. We'd love to hear how you, as a faithful follower of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, feel about this question. Our number here at KXXT is 602-296-3632. And once again, that number is 602-296-3632. And Pastor, we've had a caller on the line here. Good afternoon. Shalom. 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 How are you, brother? Fine, thank you. Another eye-opener show that you guys put out today. Very quality and with uh, great preparation and a lot of information. Thank you, sir. Amen. And I just also wanted to share that I think it's also time that we need to take Mr. Sandman out of our eyes and the <laughs> wax out of our ears because it is drawing near. And uh, I don't know if anybody saw the speech last week that Mr. Obama gave in the in the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. but they had said that he, they had built him a Greek stage, the same man who uh, does the Britney Spears concerts and stage built him one that's to say like he was a Greek god. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we noticed that. <laughs> and uh, also, too, he, he said in his speeches a couple of times that he will, he will, he will do this. And it kind of reminded me, like, the words that said in Isaiah 14, how the fall of Lucifer took place. And he said the exact same thing. Amen. 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 And for all you folks that want to know what that says, go read. Isaiah chapter 13 and 14, because it tells the whole story. Brother, we thank you for your call today. We thank you for calling each week, and I just want to pray for you. And we got another caller that we need to go to, but we just uh, we just really enjoy having you come on here every week and your faithfulness unto the Lord to be here Amen. and to take time out of your day to do a work unto the Lord. Father God, we ask that you would continue to bless this brother and bring him each week with a fresh word that you have prepared and ordained for our listeners to be... Uh, their their minds to be opened up in the spirit lord we ask that you would just move in a great and mighty way in his life meet him at the point of his need let him not look to the left or right but stay upon that straight and narrow path headed for the fact that his name is indelibly written in the book of life in jesus precious and holy name we pray amen 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 thank you pastors i love you guys love Love you too god bless you brother shalom shalom bye-bye bye-bye and, uh, Pastor, I think we have another caller on the line here. Good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana. Hi, Pastor Dana. I have Pastor Tom. It's John Madden. Hi. Hey, how are you? Very good. Um, what I wanted to mention is Christ carried something, and that was anointing. And we have to carry the same anointing that Christ has through these Amen. difficult times that are coming. You're right. Amen. Now, right now, it's not so bad, but there are things coming on this land. Whether God keeps us from it and raptures us, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. Not if not, we have to walk through this for a while 
then we have to be strong in the anointing of God and carry that shield of faith. Amen. Yes. I, I know a lot of people who have weak faith right now, and if anything disastrous came, their faith would be shipwrecked. You're right. So I, just, I plead the blood that everybody grab a hold of that anointing that Christ carried. Amen. Get that armor of God on them. Amen. That they be prepared. Yes, 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 we agree with you 100%. It's about that indwelling power of God's Holy Spirit Amen. that gives us the power of God surging through our being and through our spirit. He is able to do the work that he has prepared and ordained even before the foundation of this world was ever laid for such a time as this, Mr. Yes. Madden. Yes. We just thank you for your call and we thank you for that timely and awesome yes. word from the Lord because that is exactly what people need to hear. And when our <laughs> listeners can call and bring that kind of a word, we're just praising the Amen. Lord. Amen. Thank you so much. And we'd like to pray for you today. Please. Father God, we ask that you would meet our brother at the point of his need, Lord. We ask that you would continue to open every door that needs to be opened, close the doors that need to be closed. Lord, let him not look to the left or right, but let him continue on that straight and narrow path that you've called him to, Lord. And and man, he is steadfast in it. I can feel it in the spirit. And Lord, I ask that you would just continue to move him in the way that you have prepared and ordained to do that which you have called him to do in this last hour. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your call. You bet. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. God bless. You know, folks, we just want to remind you that we have um, videos on our website that you can now see uh, on our website. We have our we actually have our YouTube page on there. So we have some really exciting videos about all kinds of things to chip and so on and so forth. Uh, we also have our previous podcast on our, our website at streamsaz.org that you can listen to. And I would, I would say go there and listen to the ones from uh, April of this year, the uh, Global Systemic Crisis Part 1 and 2, so you can see where we're headed in this next little while because uh, it's just around the corner. And we'd also like to say thank you to our uh, faithful listeners, prayer partners, encouragers, financial supporters, and uh, also, we would just like to say thank you to all those who have given to this ministry financially. And you know what? We would like for more of you to give and uh, invest in God's word financially. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see this lift, list of names grow. And I'll tell you what. That is Sister Lois, Sister Karen, Sister Amy, Sister Ella, Brother Mark, and Sister Jean. We just want to say thank you to all of you. And we'd like to also say, folks, we'd just like to see more of you uh, put onto that list doing the work of an evangelist by giving the money to do what we need to do. And you know what, folks? It appears that we're all out of time for today. And we just want to ask that you would join us next Tuesday at 4 p.m. This is Pastor Dana and Pastor Tom of Streams in the Desert Live. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee. Be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Until we meet again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live here on KXXT 1010 AM. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. God bless you and shalom, shalom. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Please be sure to join us next Tuesday on KXXT 1010 AM, Family Values Radio, at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live, when we will once again examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Pastor Dan and myself, thank you for listening, for your calls, for your emails, and always for your generous love offerings in support of the radio broadcast. You may also visit us at our website, streamsaz.org, or email us at streamsaz.org 
with questions and topics to be discussed on future shows. Much love in Jesus to each and every one of you, and may the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all till we meet again. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven? <laughs>